Do you ever feel like your life needs a little bit of recalculating? I don't know about you, but I remember the days of GPS. Do you guys remember this? When we had, everybody had the Garmin GPSs on our uh, on our dashboards. And if you took a wrong turn, you know, she would say recalculating. If you are in the need of a little bit of a tweak to your heart today, a little bit of a recalibration, I hope this is going to be encouraging to you. You found the Heidi St. John podcast. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, how are you guys holding up? Okay, so we're a couple of days out of Christmas now, and it seems to me, so this time of year, so we've already gone through the, the longest, darkest day of the year, and I'm really happy because that means we're on the upswing, and I've, I am really excited for 2024. I think there's so much potential ahead of us. There's so many things I think that God wants to do, but one of the chief things that we have to focus on before we focus on anything else is the posture of our own hearts and saying, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? You hear me say things all the time here at the show, like we need to be very uh, focused on our own hearts. We can't pass on what we don't possess. What is the jurisdiction that God has given to us? What is the the area of influence that God has given you? And uh, I think this is the time of year to really be focused on that. If you guys haven't picked up yet, my 365-day devotional for mothers, I'm holding it right now in my hot little hands, MomStrom 365, a daily devotional to empower and encourage everyday moms. This is an awesome opportunity for you guys to be in the Word of God every day and uh, just allow your day to be to start off with a, just a shot in the arm from God's Word. Also, my brand new book, The Mouse in the Sea, is out. I'm super excited about it. Um, and look, you guys, look how sweet this book is. Beautifully illustrated. So the whole idea behind The Mouse in the Sea. So when Brave Books approached me and said, would you be interested in joining the Brave Books family? Of course, I jumped at the chance because I love, love, love what Brave Books is doing. Let me tell you a little bit about what they're doing. They are going to give Scholastic Books the woke, disgusting, corrupt book company that has been putting books in the hands of children since I was a little kid. Do you guys remember Scholastic? So they used to give us those paper-thin booklets, and we would go through and choose a book. And then two weeks later, voila, you know, it showed up on your desk at school. It was really exciting. Well, now the books they're peddling to children are evil. And I don't know another way to say it. Scholastic is a terrible organization. And Brave Books has really given them a run for their money with the Freedom Island book series. It's a book club that you can join. And then every single month you get a brand new book that you can read to your children or your grandchildren. Comes with activities, games, all kinds of fun things. I cannot stress enough how much I love this company. And I've had the opportunity to get to know uh, Trent and Zach, the two brothers behind Brave Books over the course of the last year. And now my book is finally out. The Mouse in the Sea really highlights why we need other people in our lives. And so when someone comes around and offers to help you, you have the opportunity to say, yes, thank you for offering. I really need your help. This is really the philosophy behind the Homeschool Resource Center and behind the over 100 homeschool cooperatives that my husband and I have started over the years to just say, hey, uh, don't do this thing alone. And that really is the theme behind the mouse and the sea. And the illustrations in this story are absolutely gorgeous. And it moves them into the new saga. So the book ends with the mice, uh, with, I'm sorry, I say that again. So the book ends with the mouse and his friends, with Mr. Mouse and his friends 
uh, washing up on the shores of Domatron. So now the story is going to move, the sagas are going to move from Freedom Island to the islands that are around there. So Domatron is where all the evil uh, characters are from. And so there's going to be a lot of really fun stories coming up in the saga, but your kids are going to be learning about things that are important, about friendships, about um, uh, foundational principles to freedom and liberty. So I am excited to partner with them. And you guys can get my book for free if you sign up and become part of the Freedom Island Book Club and use the promo. This is really important, you guys. Use the promo code Heidi on checkout. And uh, and you can support this wonderful company. And you can start sending the Book of the Month Club uh, books out to children in your life. So what a fantastic opportunity. What a great way to start the new year. So again, that's my brand new book, The Mouse in the Sea for Children. And then MomStrong 365 is a 365-day devotional for mothers and grandmothers. And I hope you guys will check that out. All right. I want to look at 2 Corinthians 5.17 for just a second. This is what it says. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, a new creature. The old has passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things are new. I'm, I'm, we're on the precipice right now of a brand new year. And I think it's easy for us to sort of stumble our way into fall into the new year. We're going to be talking about, obviously, about goal setting and things like that. I'm not a real big fan of New Year's resolutions because I feel like, A, we set the bar way too high. And we, we say, okay, we're going to be, we're going to start, let's say you haven't been exercising for six years and you go, I'm going to, I'm going to get back on the exercise train. I'm going to exercise five days a week at six o'clock in the morning. Well, guess what? You're setting yourself up for failure. If you haven't done it, start slow, start small, take one little bite at a time. The Bible teaches us that God has already given us everything that we need to succeed. And he says, if you're in Christ, you are a new creation. The old has passed away. The new has come. And I think about this word recalculating and recalibrating as we're on uh, the precipice now of a brand new year. 2024 is going to be a very interesting year. It's an election year. We're already seeing things ramping up. And I wrote a devotional for MomStrong 365 kind of talking about this very idea of recalibrating. And to recalculate means that an adjustment is necessary to a route that we want to take. So if I need to recalculate maybe the the posture of my heart toward my husband, maybe I, that needs recalibrating. Maybe I need to recalibrate how I speak to my kids. If I'm not paying attention, then the recalibrating that needs to happen when I'm driving my car could be the difference between, oh, a quick turnaround and, oh, hey, look at that. I'm 30 miles off of where I need to be. And now my 30 mile mistake is going to cost me 60 miles. And that's the truth. So warnings are there for a reason. If you sense the Holy Spirit speaking to you about a particular area of your life, I want to just encourage you, take some time. This is a great time of year to do it. Take some time and do what David did. Lord, search my heart. Try me. Is there anything in my life that doesn't bring you glory? Any area of my life, the way that I'm um, responding to criticism, the way that I treat my spouse, the way that I'm uh, communicating to the people that I love the most. I think it's easy as parents. Well, actually, this is, I mean, it's easy as a friend to do this, right? Who are, Who do we tend to be the grumpiest to? It's the people that we're the closest to, the people that we know that that relationship is secure. This is absolutely true in the parent-child relationship, isn't it? We tend to be the most unkind to the people who, with whom our relationships are the most secure. And that stands to reason, right? Because your teenage son knows he can talk to you, you know, just almost any way he wants to, disrespectfully or whatever, and you're still going to love him. Sometimes that freedom is taken advantage of and that 
uh, and that beautiful relationship that we have with those people who are closest to us becomes something that we take advantage of. The Bible says in Philippians chapter two, verse 14, that we are to do everything without grumbling or complaining. And just like our old garments used to say, recalculating, recalibrating, rerouting, relationships have similar warnings. Our kids may not say recalculating, but we can certainly sense when it's time. Bad attitudes, short answers, disobedience, these are just a few of the warning signs. And just like my GPS has a job, I have a job as well. And my job is to pay close attention first to my own heart. What is it that the Holy Spirit is telling me needs to be recalibrated? And then the second job I have as a mother is to make sure that I am keeping my finger on the pulse of the hearts of my children. And so I want to know when it's time to offer up a suggestion of a recalibration to my children. And I want to be listening for the Lord so that if I need a recalibration for my heart, I'm paying attention. Paul said that we are to do all things without grumbling or complaining, all things, everything, whether we're going to work, whether we're doing the dishes, whether we're doing the laundry, whether we're taking down our Christmas trees or we're cleaning up somebody else's mess, we are called to do all things without grumbling or complaining. Notice he doesn't say some things. He says all things. And so as we enter into this year with its challenges, certainly 2024 is going to have challenges that are going to come at us that we can't even see right now. And like I've told you guys before, I think it's going to be a roller coaster of a year just because it's an election year and we've seen what happens now in election years here in the United States. But I just want to be sure that we don't ignore the signs that a heart recalculation is necessary because if we do, it can have a lasting, and I think even if we're not careful, a devastating impact. A lot of parents ignore the warning signs of their children and they wait until it's too late. So it's much easier to help adjust the attitude of a five-year-old than it is to adjust the attitude of a 15-year-old. It's much easier to correct a 10-year-old than it is to correct a 17-year-old. And so we want to make sure that we are paying attention to what's happening in the lives of our children. We, we think sometimes that we can ignore these things because they're going to fix themselves. That rarely happens. Uh, and the same thing is true in our own lives. And so as you enter into a new year, as your children are poised to enter into this year with you, first of all, remember, you can't pass on what you don't possess. If you want your kids to have a strong relationship with the Lord, they need to see that you have a strong relationship with the Lord. If you want your kids walking in right relationship with the people around them, you need to walk in right relationship with the people around them. Our role is to train up our kids in the ways of the Lord and make sure that they know what the Lord expects from them. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is what God says in his word, that the blessing of God is found inside his boundaries. And so as we get ready to enter into a new year, this is a great time. You know, is the check engine light on uh, in your heart? Uh, this is a great time to just quiet your heart, write out some goals that you have for yourself, for the new year, and then chart a course for success in the new year. I think it's a beautiful opportunity not to ignore the warning signs and to pay attention to our hearts and to the heart's 
of our children. Uh, Romans 12, verse 2, when I read this to you guys last week, and I think it's a great reminder going into the new year, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. In Psalm 51, verse 10, David cried out to the Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. What does it look like to have a right spirit toward your spouse? What does it look like to have a right spirit toward your children and toward your employer and toward the job that God has given you? Uh, We know in our own brokenness, at least I do for sure, when I'm running on empty, it is very hard for me to be joyful with the people that are around me. So take some time and refill your gas tank this uh, this Christmas season. We're coming into the new year. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for growth this year. I'm really excited. I told you guys I have a word for 2024, and I'm hoping it's going to be a blessing to you. And as we walk uh, this thing out, as we enter into new year, we want to do exactly what the Lord says in his word. In 1 Peter 5, 8, he reminds us that the battle that we are facing is a spiritual battle. He says, be sober-minded, Be watchful, be on guard. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Interesting to note, he doesn't say he is a roaring lion. He says he is like a roaring lion. You see, the enemy is the great counterfeit. He's the one who wants you to feel the condemnation and the failure of your own decisions over and over and over again. And so we need to learn to discern between the voice of the enemy, who will always push us down, and the voice of the Holy Spirit, which will always lift us up. God's Spirit says, I've got so much more for you. Walk with me. The Spirit of God is that gentle conviction. The Bible says it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. It's the kindness of the Lord that leads us to the recalibration that is absolutely necessary that we should be conducting on our hearts on the regular, right? This is God's word. He says we are to trust in him with all of our hearts and then don't do what? Don't lean on our own understanding, right? In all our ways, acknowledge him and then he will direct our path. If you have the the right heart, and I think this is, this is absolutely worth remembering as we enter into a new season. If your heart is to serve the Lord, remember God looks at the heart. The Bible says that, that the world looks on the outside, but God is watching for what's happening inside of our hearts. God is interested in the transformation of our heart. That transforming of the heart happens through renewing through the renewing of our mind. Well, how do we renew our mind? We renew our mind by being in the word. And if you notice that you're struggling to get into the word, let me just encourage you right now. You are not alone. You are not alone. I think the reason why we struggle to get into a habit of being in the word is because the enemy is going to do everything he can to keep us from being in the word. Why? Because the word is the primary way that we recalibrate our heart, that we keep our heart tuned to the the work and the word of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so we want to be always being watchful of what's happening inside of our hearts because we don't want to lean on our own understanding. We want to say, Father, I want to lean into you this year. I had a mom ask me not too long ago, how important was it? She said that uh, that her family goes to church. I'm here to tell you guys right now, if you're having a hard time getting to church, I understand. If you're having a hard time picking up the word, I understand. From the moment you wake up in the morning, I think the adversary has one goal. I think his goal is to keep you from experiencing the transferring power of the work 
of God in your life. I think the whole, they think that the one goal that Satan has is to drive a wedge between you and creator God, you and the one who loves you more than life itself, the one who made you in his image. You are loved by God. And if we want to know someone, we have to spend time with them. If you want to know the Lord, you have to spend time with him. And so going to church, that discipline of saying, you know what, instead of sleeping in today, I'm going to go to the church because A, I want to honor the Lord. And B, I want to walk in right relationship with him. And part of that is the discipline of opening the words with our opening the word of God with our children and then taking the time to set aside that day and absolutely say, Father, I am going to spend this day uh, thanking you for what you've done. We don't know in modern uh, America, we don't know in, in modern in the modern world how to slow down. We don't have this idea, and I'll be talking about it more in January, but we don't know what it means to Sabbath in this country. Uh, it's very hard, I think, for someone like Heidi St. John, and I'll, I'll just throw it out there because you guys know me pretty well. It's hard for me to slow down. It's hard for me to take a rest. It's hard for me to lean into a Sabbath and just reflect on what God has given me because I'm wired to work. I like working. Uh, I'm wired for a challenge. I love those challenges. But I've looked at the challenge of Sabbath as a challenge that God wants me to take up in 2024 so that when the winds beat against the house of the, the, the St. John family, that our foundation is secure, that our roots go down deep into the soil of the word of God. So when the wind blows and the waves beat against the St. John family, we are standing firm. And this is God's heart for you. And I want you to be encouraged today. Psalm 73 verse 26 says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. That means that no matter what comes in the new year, God said, whatever's ahead of you, I will be there. And so we want to be getting our hearts ready for that now. How do we do that? By being in God's word. We do that by leaning into the power and the strength that comes from knowing God and walking rightly with him. If you guys don't have a church home, find one. Uh, I've given you many, many uh, podcasts here to talk about what to look for in a good church. Uh, hint, it has nothing to do with the size of the church, it has everything to do with what they're talking about from the pulpit, what's the heartbeat behind that church, which should be to teach you the word of God, to shepherd you through all of the things that God is going to uh, that God is going to be present with you for in the new year. Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And so set your heart on the things of God as we enter into the new year and ask the Lord to help you recalibrate your heart. This is a great time to do it. I hope you guys are enjoying uh, this season. I've been, you know, doing my doing my thing. I've been making lots of sourdough for our neighbors and our friends this year and uh, baking at home whenever I am home. And I am looking forward to 2024 because I've asked the Lord to help me really lean in and listen to his voice because he says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And so if we want to walk with him, we need to lean into him. If we want to uh, receive the blessing of God, the desires of our heart. The Bible says the way to do that is to delight ourselves first in the Lord. So what does that look like in 2024? It starts with being in God's word, asking God to show you what exactly he has for you in the new year, and then leaning into it so that you can experience the blessing and the growth that comes only from walking in right relationship with the Lord. Uh, I hope you guys have picked up my brand new book. I keep telling you about it, MomStrong 365. It's a 365-day devotional. Also, 
Uh, starting in just a couple of days, my brand new study on the book of Esther, which we have taken uh, a new approach to. I think you guys are going to love it. We have a lot to learn from the book of Esther. We can learn what leadership looks like. How do we respond to trouble? Esther did not respond in a reactive manner. She responded in a prayerful manner. And I think uh, when I look ahead to potential pitfalls in 2024, I think, boy, whatever the enemy throws at us, we need to be able to respond with a prayerful sincerity of heart and ask the Lord to help us be both shrewd and wise. Esther was those things. There's a shrewdness that is actually godly that the Bible teaches us about. We can also learn an awful lot about marriage, about political adversaries. The book of Esther has a lot to teach us, and there's a bunch of wisdom that I think God wants to download to us as we enter into the new year. So study the book of Esther with me. You guys can join me right now by going to faiththatspeaks.com. That's the Faith That Speaks community. And uh, I told you guys the reason we named it is because I've been asking women for decades now, if your faith found its voice, what would God have you say? Our faith should be a faith that speaks, and it cannot speak into the lives of our children or into the lives of the community or to the lives of those around us unless we are grounded in the word of God. His word is what helps our faith become a working faith, a faith that speaks. So I hope you guys will join me at uh, Faith That Speaks at that community. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'd love to hear from you. You guys know I answer your questions uh, every week at Mailbox Monday, and we're a little bit off of our game because of the holidays, but I'm going to come back uh, on Monday and answer listener questions again. We'd love to hear from you. Shoot those to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. Also, you can uh, interact with us at Spotify. So if you've got feedback for the show, that's a really great place to do it. We love to see your feedback. If you've never left a review for our show over at iTunes, please hop on over there. Even if you have, you can go over there. You can give this uh, this podcast a star rating and you can leave a review. We love those reviews. We read them often here at the show. And uh, it's a wonderful way for you to engage with what we're doing here. Also, if you don't like the commercials, the way to get rid of them is to become a subscriber to the Heidi St. John podcast. Not only will you get rid of the Spotify commercials, but you'll get a little bit of extra uh, programming from me here as well. Hope you guys are having a great day. Love your people well today. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you right back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.